Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails. And thank you in advance for allowing us to be uh, late one week while I was dying of the COVID. Literally dying of the COVID. Dying of the COVID. Uh, I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And happy birthday, Maria. Your birthday's Monday, and today is, I believe, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, whatever. Who keeps I, track? I, I don't know what I don't they know come what out on days Thurs- we release. Mailbag episode. comes out on Thursday. Oh, interesting. Good but to today's know. Good Monday, to know. so we're today's in the past. Monday. We are in the past today, and in the past, it is your birthday, and this whole week it is your birthday. So happy birthday to Maria! Please make sure to become a patron of uh, the big ones, or to just uh, shout. Give her a shout and just say happy birthday, you you bimbo. Just say it out loud to yourself. And say it proud. Say it out loud and say it proud. Uh, do we have any new reviews? You know, I think we have one from Kel M. It just says per queens. I, I like it. Uh, yeah. I feel like we read that. I feel like we read that. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, no. Mm, interesting. Mm, that's that's weird. A, interesting weird. to think about. Hmm. Mm. Hmm, something to huh. think about. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Good, good to know, guys. Good uh good to know. Should we get into voicemails then? Yes. I have BO. I'm gonna shower today, I think. That might be on the list of things to do finally. Yeah, that might be a good Hi, I just left a message and I sucked at doing it in the time limit, so I'm gonna try again here. 
and I'm going to like streamline everything. So it's going to be great. I have a roommate from Hell Story. We'll say that. I don't know if I said this already. This is for web crawlers. Anyways, (laughs) my roommate at the time, it was like the whole time you were right, she really wanted to be, but I was like unsure. And I had lived in this place for a long time before she moved in. So at the end of the lease was like me finally leaving this home that I had been in for years. Her, she had only been there for a year on one lease or whatever. When we were supposed to be cleaning up the house, me and the other roommate, there were three of us total, one being her. We'll call her Perla Richardson. Um, okay. Richardson. <laughs> Why not? We all, you know, cleared out our stuff or whatever. And then there was a day we had planned to, like, do a deep cleaning so we could try and get our security deposit back. Mm-hmm. The day we were supposed to do the deep cleaning, she didn't come. And, you know, we hadn't seen her room this whole time. We just assumed she had oh, cleared it out no. already. So we, me and the oh. other roommate do this deep cleaning the whole time wondering where she is. She's not answering her phone, whatever. Um, I guess she goes out and gets drunk, uh, doesn't arrive to help us. And when we try and get in contact with her to get her to come, she's already drunk. So eventually she calls and says she's arriving. So she comes and we're like, Hey, your stuff's still here. She gets really heated and is being really mean, saying mean things to us. So I'm just like, Hey, just get your stuff out. Um, call me when you're done and I'll come pick up the key and then we'll be done with it. So. I give her a couple hours. She does all her stuff or whatever. She texts me and says she's done. She left the key under the mat. So I go to pick up the, the key and, oh, you know, I look inside and she has ripped the cabinets out of the wall. What? Ripped the blinds down from all of the windows, thrown a rock through one of the windows. So like a what? Broke one of the windows. And then the, the kicker is, the real kicker is, she pissed and shit inside the toilet. And then stuffed a bunch of stuff that would be, like, unflushable. Basically, like, she took a uh, sailboat model, crushed it up, and put it in the toilet on what? top of her shit. <laughs> so, like, we would have to physically stick our hands in there to get the stuff out to be able to flush shit and piss. And That's and, insane. Like, the hardest hit. And uh, we never spoke again after that. And yeah, I'd say so. I hate her with my whole heart. And... We couldn't hold her liable because she wasn't on the actual lease. We just let her live there. Fuck. We took a major L. Anyways. Major L. That's a real roommate from hell. So, thank you. (laughs) Why would you do that? That's fucking insane. That's just like insane person behavior. Shitting in the toilet stuff and putting a sailboat sailboat over it? Like, what? Who is she, Amber? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was just thinking the same thing. That's like, I mean, that's creative, to say the least. Yeah. Damn. That's nuts. I'm sorry. That sucks. People suck. That sucks. Okay, next message. Hi, this message is for web crawlers. This is Kentucky Krista calling. I wanted to call in solidarity of the lifesaver's childhood tragedy um, because the same thing happened to me. I'm with you. Oh, um, lifesaver stuck in the throat. Mine was oh. New Year's Eve 2000. <laughs> we were at a party at my parents' friend's house and uh, ate a lifesaver got stuck sideways in my throat. <laughs> Nothing was working because it all went down the hole right there trying to give me water and everything. <laughs> and they were like, well, she can breathe, I guess. But it's hard to breathe. It's not like you're breathing normally. Yeah. Uh, and 
And I don't remember what else they tried. I don't remember if they tried to give us hot, tried to give me hot liquid or anything. But uh, I, I do remember just throwing up in their kitchen sink. Oh, <laughs> it came no. out. Yeah. I'm still here. And you're still here. So that's great. We survived uh, the Lifesavers attack. Never had one since. Can't do it. Yeah. Um, also, I can, you know, I understand the panic of calling in because as soon as I dialed the phone number, I had so so much fun calling or uh, singing <laughs> the, the jingle <laughs> that I forgot what I wanted to say. <laughs> and I was trying to remember uh, before, you know, the, the little message came on. And but I did remember. I just wanted to tell you that there's a store in our town that Bigfoot is like the mascot for. Oh. And uh, I was like, I gotta be friends. Gotta be friends with this owner. And she's really yeah. cool. And it's you know it's hard making friends when 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 you're in your thirties. Bigfoot's um, a good starting that's place. That's also another reason that this community is great. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, love you all. Great podcast number one, my fave. Tell everyone about it. And just keep, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Maria, wherever you are, hope you're doing great. And, uh, Allie, love you. Queen. Love you. Number, number one. I keep saying number one, <laughs> but it's just number one. All right. Um, <laughs> well, eat my shorts. What am I, chop <laughs> liver? Let's eat my shorts, you dumb bitch. Eat my shorts, you bitch. <laughs> okay. Next, Missy. Hi, uh, this is Erin. This message is for the web crawlers. Sexy um, voice. I am calling to see if you guys might be interested in doing an episode on um, the murder of Kim Wall. She Kim was Wall. a journalist in uh, some kind of Scandinavian country. I probably should have done some research before I called, oh, but this is you know, submarine. straight off the dome. Um, so Sounds she familiar. was a journalist and she went on to a deranged millionaire's um, private submarine. Yes. And disappeared. And that's all I want to oh say God. at this point because I think it would make a really awesome episode. This is a great episode. Into that. Um, also wanted to say, Miss Maria dearly, I hope that she'll come back soon. Um, did you guys not give her portos? Um, what's going on? <laughs> People need to know. Um, anyway, I hope you have a beautiful day. Um, love you guys. Bye. Hong Kong. La la la. Yes, this Kim Wall thing disappeared on a millionaire submarine. That's so crazy. We should definitely, I've never great. even heard of that, I don't think. Oh. We should definitely do an episode on it. Um, don't get you started. Maria's alive and well. She is. I don't know if she's had Porto's lately. Maybe she well, has. Maybe I don't, she I don't know that she has either. I don't know. It's a good question. Okay, next message. Web crawlers. Stop what you're doing. Why do you keep nonchalantly not addressing Maria's departure? We do. We need Maria. Bring us Maria. <laughs> Put her in front of a microphone so the rest of us can sigh with relief so we can hear that dulcet tone. <laughs> Allie. We need Maria. <laughs> please. Pretty please. Okay? Okay. Maria, Maria is, is, we talk to Maria all the time. Yeah, we're on a thread with her. We talk to her all day, every day. We just, we can't disclose uh, the reasons for which she's not doing the podcast right now, but it's all good. It's all good. 
Yeah, she's not. She didn't depart. No, no, no. no. She's not the departed. She's She's just, uh, she's working on something else right now. Yeah. She didn't have time for us. She doesn't have time for us. So small timers. Next message. Hi, my name is Taylor. This message is for the web crawler. Hello. I am calling to share my story of sticking an inanimate object up my nose. (laughs) Nice. Um, We're ready. When I did this, I was. Seven? I think I was seven. I don't know. A little too old, I would say, to be doing this. Um, but I had these socks that had um, Santa Claus on them, and they had these little bells. Oh, and okay. <laughs> I, uh, like, you take a sock I don't know what was going through my mind, but oh, no. it seemed like a good idea to put one of those bells up my nose. Sure. Because that meant every time I would breathe, the bell would jingle, and that's awesome. So I put the bell <laughs> that's, awesome. that's really and, funny. Um, I was having a good day. It was it was fun while it lasted. Um, but then when I tried to get it out, oh, it wouldn't no. come out. Oh, so no. I, oh, I, I was being babysat by the time by my aunt. And my aunt um, was like, what the fuck have you done? And she was trying to get it out of my nose, trying to make me blow my nose, blah, blah, blah. And it didn't work out. And then she called my dad. My dad takes me to my primary care physician. And my doctor is like, she needs to go to the hospital immediately. So I get rushed to the hospital. And um, at seven, I remember my doctor who came to check on my nose was the hottest man I've ever seen. (laughs) That's the worst thing ever. I I, I have my sexual awakening. And oh, it's no. up my nose. And it's extremely embarrassing. Oh, no. um, but he ends up uh, sticking a tube up my nose and trying to, like, pump it out. And it doesn't work. So then he takes what I would call a grappling hook and rips it out of my nose. <gasps> oh. and, um, the best part is I had to sign a certificate stating I wouldn't stick things in my nose anymore. And oh, I my God. That's so that. funny. Uh, maybe that's I'll funny. upload that to the Discord. You must have that but, for yeah, kids. Um, that's really everyone. Funny. I think it's a right of uh, coming of age story, sticking something up your nose. Yeah. So, um, I appreciate the other people who have shared their stories. I don't feel alone anymore. I love the web crawlers, and I'm a longtime listener. I've been listening since day one. Love wow. you, ladies. And um, this is my first time calling, so uh, maybe I'll, I'll call call in some more. But please uh, do. Love you. Bye. Oy, 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 oy. It is crazy how many people have stuck things up their nose as kids. I love that the doctor had like a waiver for her to sign. That's <laughs> really funny. That that would be effective, I think, if I had to oh, sign Oh, for it, sure. Like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, like if I'm like a little kid, think I just signed like a contract with the government yeah. of like, you're no longer allowed to sign. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, That's shit. Funny. That's yeah. a smart doctor. <laughs> yeah, a smart doctor. And hot. And hot. Yeah. Uh, nothing worse than a hot doctor. It is. See, I, I went my, I had to get a CT scan for my sinuses like a year ago or something. And then I had, and they referred me to an allergist and the allergist was so hot. And I was like, this sucks. Like he was like <laughs> looking at my nose and he was like, no, you just have like a lot of snot and boogers. And I was like, okay, uh, cool. Gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be hot and also a doctor. That's just like, no, it's unfair. not allowed. No, it's not allowed. You can only be one. Sorry. Yeah. That's why I'm not a doctor. Hello. This message is for the web crawlers. Uh, this is Jenny. Um, I'm the NASA artist I called in a few months ago. Ooh. And I have a couple things. Um, I have a weird synchronicity, I guess, um, 
When I went to get my ears pierced in September, um, I was driving, and I got the alert that Norm McDonald had died. And then I went on Tuesday and got an alert that Gilbert Gottfried had died. So are my ear piercing sessions, like, cursed, <laughs> yes. too? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> comedians, like, it, it was just so weird and eerie. That is weird. Um, so I don't know if it qualifies, That's but I funny. was concerned about it. Um, I also wanted to call in with my own personal theory on ghosts. Um, I'm not sure I'm too long, but um, at Goddard, occasionally I get to uh, work with Michelle Fowler, who's an amazing scientist. Um, and I'm going to quote her directly because, yeah, this is like my theory for ghosts. Um, milk, milk, so lemonade. She Einstein and like space <laughs> and time. And she said that Einstein thought the Big Bang created all of space and time at once. So every point in the past or future is just as real as the point in time you feel yourself right now. Um, here is the time of the landscape, and you just have the right perspective on the universe. You see all of it laid out in front of you, past, present, future, all is one thing. Um, yeah, the library. physics has required us to let go of the idea of something that just flows. So, honestly, time happening all at once is my theory for ghosts. I tend to be oh. very scientific, and, you I know, I'm entertained by ghost stories, but I don't necessarily believe in it. But I think we're seeing glimpses into time. And, like, just sort of, like, slipping through, you know, like, seeing people existing in time just as vibrantly as we are now. So, yeah. Um, I buy it. science, I guess. Uh, thank you for the podcast. I love it. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. Bye. I like that theory. I absolutely buy it. I totally, I, that that makes more sense than any other theory, in my opinion. Yeah. And then, like, that that would even make sense as to how mediums work in that that they're accessing almost, like, another timeline. It all makes sense. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Yo, web crawlers. Uh, hi there. So, uh, this is Amy from Ohio, and I call you guys all the time. I haven't called for a while. Um, I had a sinus infection, so I decided hey, to girl. wait to call wow. about this, uh, to tell you about this uh, subject, because I didn't sound the same as I usually do now. But I was listening to the mailbag episode when it first came out. Uh, lady that didn't, the called in didn't leave her name, but she had a conspiracy theory about Mahogany from 90 Day Fiance, which I don't watch, yes. which was really why I was so shocked to hear myself talking about 90 Day Fiance and Mahogany. It wasn't me. I had like a voice doppelganger and she didn't leave her name. But it was the, um, the mailbag episode about, oh shit, what was it? Reverse catfish. And the, it literally sounded exactly like me. I actually walked into the living room and played it out loud to my husband. And he thought I was playing another one of my web crawlers voicemails. Cause every time I, not every time, but every time you guys play one, I like laugh and I show my husband. Cause he's probably like about the only one that cares about my podcast obsession. Uh, and, uh, nobody else, you guys are like the best kept secret, by the way. Uh, although I no want listeners. people to know about what's wrong <laughs> because I have a, kind of a distinct voice, I think. But no, I guess I don't because it could be anybody. I just need to not say my name and I could be the 90 day fiance girl. And, um, anyway, so my husband said, sorry, sorry, sorry. My husband said, Oh my God, you have a voice doppelganger. And I said, I know, I really thought it was me. I was like, actually, I think she sounds a little hotter. And he said, wait, if she were your voice doppelganger, does that mean I could fuck her? If you actually had a, a voice doppelganger. And of course, I peed my pants laughing. I'm like, oh my God. Well, of That's course. The law. I mean, that is right? the law. What's the, what's the consensus on that? Like, uh, if you actually yes. had yeah. Yeah. doppelganger Sorry. Yeah. with your spouse, fuck. A doppelganger and it would be fine because it's I a doppelganger, so. right? Or is it like cheating? I'm not going to do it because I don't have one. Uh, actually, have one, but if I did, I think I think I let my husband fuck my doppelganger. I think. I just want to know what everybody else thinks. I know this is like really inappropriate, but I, you bitches are crazy, and so you know we gotta, we gotta stick together. Okay, sorry for the long message. Bye. I'm a little stoned. Bye. You know that's a good question. 
That's a good question. I would just like let let my spouse just have a good time. At least at least he's cheating with someone who's just like me. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, at least his type is me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I say go for it. I say it's fair game. Yeah. Fuck my doppelganger. Who cares? Yeah, live, it's a fun life. Callers. This is James from Las Vegas. I knew it, sweet so James. Since my first message kind of got cut off talking about the haunted house that I, was in, that I lived in, I thought I might uh, just talk about it a little more if you ladies don't mind. Sure. So this house was built in the 80s. And uh, when I mentioned earlier, or when I mentioned that first message was that... Um, it had like mirrors built into the house. Like these were like, like, like it was a mirror, but it was the also just a wall, and it oh went from the floor to the ceiling, and there were just mirrors That's on like certain mirror. walls, not every wall, but there was like like accent walls that were just mirrors. I was low key traumatized as a child by uh, the movie Thirteen Ghosts. Uh, that was a scary movie. Uh, the remake, mm-hmm. which, so, like, anything, for any time of, like, a house with, like, built-in mirror or, like, glass or, like, made of glass, like, it freaks me out. And so, but I was, like, constantly worried about things bumping into it and, like, breaking it. And I think I was, like, the only one who was, like, genuinely worried or concerned about that. And there was, like, a lot of us living there, because it wasn't, like, that was my grandma's house, and we lived there with, like, my mom and my stepdad, and uh, and then there was me and my two sisters, and then my grandma's husband, Chuck. We don't like Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> um, we don't like Chuck? Chuck? Okay. Fuck Chuck. Fuck Chuck. So, like, talk, I, I never, like, witnessed any, like, like specter or, or, you know, particular spook in that house. But uh, there were definitely some weird feelings, you know, Spectres like prickles in the back of your neck. Uh, I remember, like, I had a hard time falling asleep there, uh, or I'd wake up in the middle of the night unable to go back to sleep, uh, which doesn't happen. Like, I'm very regular when it comes to sleep. Hey, sorry. <laughs> oh, God, it is like 5.40 a.m. Oh, my God. Suffering. Anyway, that's early. My grandma Lily, she apparently saw Jesus once. She I'm listening. She was a tree in the backyard, and I guess one. Okay, that's the end of that message. I'm listening. That's one way to leave a message. That I mean, <laughs> I she saw Jesus once in a tree. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay. Take your word for it. All right. This is going to be my last message about um, that house that I lived in. So um, the only uh, the only thing that I've ever experienced there was um, that like the feeling of someone behind you, and it wasn't ever like menacing. It would be like uh, like the way that our room was set up. The couch was where you would walk in, or the the couch was away from where you walked in. So where you'd sit, you'd feel, you know, when someone would walk in. And a lot of the time my sisters, you know, would walk in, they'd be, you know, watching the TV from behind the couch or, you know, just standing there sometimes, you know, distracted, whatever. And so 
I'd be there watching TV or playing on my DS sometimes. And then, you know, I'd feel them walk in, I'd look behind me and there they'd be. But then sometimes in that house, you'd feel that, that feeling. You'd look behind you and there'd be no one there. And that was, that was the only thing that I'd ever experienced. I never like, again, saw any specter or ghost or anything, but that was still kind of chilling. I mean, as a kid, I didn't really think anything of it. As, I mean, like, again, as a kid, how old was I when I was there? Probably like 12. But still, like, as a 12 year old, I wasn't immediately thinking ghost, even though everyone in my family was saying that they felt like the house was haunted. I don't know. Anyway, I hope, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and, um, I don't know. Stay beautiful. Love you all. <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Lots of ghost info today. Hi. Um, yeah. What's up, web crawlers? This is Stephanie. Um, I'm calling for a lot of reasons. Uh, <laughs> all from your last episode about the serial killer who, um, I mean, let's, let's be honest, he was killing girls. Like, I, I mean, I guess... I guess technically women, but like 16 to 19, I don't even call that women. That's, I mean, it's disgusting either way, but like, ugh. Um, but anyway, I feel like, I mean, I read an English class in high school that, that short story called The Most Dangerous Game. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, I think it's just, you know, your typical story, old white rich men that are bored and they decide they're going to hunt people for fun and I think they might eat them too. Um, I don't know exactly. I don't remember. But also, Ice-T was in this movie, I think in like 99. Um, I don't know if it's called The Most Dangerous Game. It might be, but it's definitely based on that. And he plays a homeless guy that they um, they hunt. So oh, I God. highly recommend watching that. Um, also, you were talking about serial killers per capita, and I think... Melissa, you were saying something about like 300 in Louisiana or something like that. Um, and that's alarming because I'm there, but that uh, reminded me, my cousin is 10 years older than me and she went to LSU, um, like 99 to 2002 or something like that. Um, but when she was there, there was a serial killer going around, um, and his type was, brunettes that were smart and I don't remember what else but my cousin was a oh no brunette, um, pre-med student and oh Jesus uh, my grandma decided I guess that, <laughs> that it would be safer if she stayed with cousin so she you know made the like two-hour trek or whatever and, and stayed with my cousin for a few weeks or maybe it was months um to try to keep her from getting murdered which I guess worked um, my grandma was like four or six. I don't know what she was going to do, but, <laughs> uh, glad it all worked out, obviously. Um, but, scary. oh, and you guys were asking about, um, serial killers and glasses. And I think, <laughs> as a psych major, so I feel I'm just going to go with this. I think that glasses were used as like a disarming kind of thing. Like, like you Probably would like are. wheel, like wheelchair or so these days. Um, cause I feel like the connotation for them was disarming. I don't know. You'd think like, yeah, like people would wear glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, but now 
you have that a little bit, or you have the other side of the spectrum, which is like they're going to. Okay, then there's a part two. Hey, web crawlers. Sorry, um, I, I figured that was probably going to come close to the limit. Um, okay, I was talking about like, okay, dis- disarming things like like they used to wear glasses, I feel like, to make you feel safe. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's going to be, he's like a dweeb or something. <laughs> um, but now we know about incels too. Which that's I, a great word. And that's a different thing. Um, but point being, like nowadays, you could have that stereotype of being like a an innocent dweeb who wears glasses. Or you could okay, be the total that. opposite and be like Jeffrey Dahmer. Danger dweeb. Uh, like cannibalism, rape, murder situation. Because that's been the case so many times. But now, everybody watch out. I mean, still, of course, be nice to everybody. But be careful. Beware. Be just vigilant. Um, Because people would use, like, wheelchairs and crutches and stuff for you to feel like a a safe sense of... um, Like you could win in a fight or... I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, Also... Old people, like, I guess, I think Robert Durst, I don't know, people like oh, dressing yeah. up old to look like you're you're weaker than you are. Um, oh, yeah, maybe also just, like, in the case of uh, Ted Bundy, like, that was just a good uh, part of his disguises, I feel like, you know, it's just a good prop, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. So, mm, nice leaving a message with you guys. It's been a while. Take care. Bye. Bye. A lot of good points. Yeah. And the word dweeb making a comeback. Dweebs. Finally. <laughs> okay. Last voicemail. Good. Because I got to take a poop. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Not going to lie. 604 <laughs> That's it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Great note to end on. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, please continue to call us. Happy birthday, Maria. We Happy could not birthday. have done this show without you uh, from day one. And we love uh, we love the big ones so much. What a fantastic podcast to be a patron of if you aren't yet. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I am Allie. Gotta go poop seagull. I'm Melissa. I got a P2 Stetton. Yeah, but you have to poop, though. All right. Bye. Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) An Elio's original. Powered by ACAST. 
Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.